It is. I guess I'm mildly excited for this episode. It is time for South mildly, Florida's mildly favorite sports podcast. What would that be called? Well, I'm about to tell you, my friend. That podcast is called Balls. Crickets chirping. Insert cricket sounds here. The Spurs are playing again, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen. <laughs> for some reason, every week, every week when we record. The Spurs are on. A sports podcast. We're back, we're back. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Buddha, <laughs> and I am here as the advocate for the reigning, defending 2018 <laughs> Sunshine State Classic Step Show Champions, Fly Beta Sigma! You computer games. Oh no, that's the hustle. That was the hustle. Do the hustle. It's definitely do this. It's electric. That's what I did, isn't it? You said. Oh, you're right. This nigga said it's electric, but it's do the hustle. Both y'all niggas is wrong. I said do the hustles. I know you did. Computer game sounds like Brock Lesnar's song, really Pee Wee. What? If you really listen to Brock Lesnar's song, <laughs> and you turn oh. really into Dylan, like, are you high on life again? No, I'm just saying. <laughs> listen, listen, you got it. You got just a different cadence. <laughs> no, but you did it again. He was like, nah. It's a different cadence. It's a different cadence. So it's a different song. No, same song. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 29 of Balls Sports Podcast. It's the, it's the podcast with balls about balls. The Earl Thomas episode. All about balls, just pure balls, four balls, it balls is. in your face, balls all in your forehead, balls. 29s. Eric Dickerson. Probably the best 29. Another good 29, Joseph Adai. Nice. Yeah. Any more 29s? I have current 29s. 29 is a pretty, uh, nah. Number to be honest. Give them to me. The best ones. Brandon Batamosi. The best ones. The best ones are definitely on defense. That's definitely the best twenty nines. There's a few Um, on offense you need to shoot yourself. Eric Eric Berry. (laughs) Well, Eric Berry is straight. Yeah, Earl Thomas, like you said, Xavier Rhodes. Oh. Um, Mike Adams from Carolina. Oh. Malik Hooker, Indianapolis rookie. He, he was, was very promising. He was. He's, he's he was. Promising. He's promising. Yeah, he looked promising before he got hurt. And then, as far as running backs go, um, the best one right now, currently, Tariq Cohen from Chicago. Tariq Cohen straight. Uh, Demarco Murray. How is he? I mean, Demarco Murray. I thought it was better than Cohen. Right currently, now, right now, 
Oh, right I'm saying now. right now. I'm saying right now. Yeah. I mean, you throw Demarco Murray back in the Cowboys, and yeah. yeah. Uh, Duke Johnson, <laughs> Duke Johnson in Cleveland. Good receiving back. And uh, Bilal Powell. Actually, twenty nine, twenty nine is straight. <sighs> twenty nine is straight. The defense is. The five. defense is good. Yeah, the defense is good. Yeah. Next we got thirty. Thirty is gonna be easier, I think. Twenty nine is a weird. It's a weird number. Thirty. I mean, you got Steph. Steph Curry. That about it. If you're ready, then tote it up. Who else we got in 30? Oh, shoot. Terrell Davis. Oh. But we saved that for next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's not get into it now. So, what's up, y'all, bus? You know what I'm saying? Y'all look like a bunch of winners today. Hey. You know what? You do too, man. You do too, you bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, bro. This is already the room. Just it's like a winning, winning attitude. It's just like a lot of winning in this room right now. Is that now. the aura I'm smelling? It's got to be what yeah, it is. It smells of winning. You know, oh, really? off topic. I just want to let Good y'all sense. know. <clears throat> my great, birthday. It's a great aura. <laughs> my birthday is in. My birthday is in two weeks. Hey. Two weeks. Two weeks. How old are you going to be? Dirty thirty. Dirty baby. thirty, baby. Dirty thirty. When you get flirty, and I hope you don't hurt me. Ooh. Bro, you need to put out another album, bro. Bro, listen, it's about that time. It's been about 10 years. Get back in the studio. (laughs) In the studio. There's any alphas or kappas that listen to this podcast? This week is not for you. You lost. (laughs) (laughs) Take your L with dignity. For God's sake. Hey, I said I I ordered something for you through uh, UPS. They should be dropping it off later (laughs) on. It's called an L. Just make sure you sign for it. Throughout the whole show, we're going to be sizing y'all about this L y'all took. Just because y'all was talking so much trash. So because y'all was talking all this trash, let me start off by saying, what was it? (laughs) (laughs) And for the dozens and dozens of times we whooped y'all ass. Wait, no, no, hold on. Let's rewind that. For the dozens and dozens of fans listening we appreciate you, and we include you as part of the winning formula for what is South Florida's favorite sports podcast. We appreciate y'all. Mm-hmm. Um, we love giving you these six-minute, seven-minute, eight-minute, nine-minute, ten-minute intros of absolutely nothing oh, yeah. before Whoa. we get into You know, we got to warm you guys up. We got to warm you up. This is the foreplay for the episode. And, 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 I drank, and I drank cold water, so you, you know, I'm clearing my throat. Oh, no, it's about to be, yeah. As, I'm extra rasp right now. Let I'm going to my throat. Aren't we a five-star podcast? We are a five-star podcast. We're still five-stars. We're five-star. Five-stars in my heart. Five-star, five-star, five-star. You know I me? Mean? Keep them coming. All right. So what, what's popping today, y'all boys? What we going to get into? We're going to get a bunch of ones. Captain just, Alpha's going to be in there. Uh, like, hey, we're going to just give them a bunch of ones. Drop their ratings. That's fine. But we'll know, we'll hey, know why. It's because yeah, they, exactly. they don't have one trophy. <laughs> hey, so hey. they got to put the one for what they don't have. Hey, anyway. Hater, hater, <laughs> hate, haters going to hate. Ain'ers going to ain't. You feel me? Yeah, I mean, it's all good. Yeah. I just make up a whole bunch of fake profiles and just give five stars for no reason. Um, so anyways. let's let's get into the hottest topic right now in the sports world. Let's do it because o- I'm ready. Odell Beckham Jr. Okay. O B J O A B A J A and that is part of the N F L. The N A F A L A. Something's in my nose. 
Here it comes. Niffle, 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 niffle. Niffle, niffle. Niffle. Bless you. Oh, I had to get all that out. It got snot rolling on him. Put it on your leg. Nasty ass. Hey. All right. Bro. So, um, since last week, the Giants had traded uh, JPP down to Miami. They're letting go of... Oh no no not Miami uh, was it Tampa Tampa Bay Tampa Bay, Bay. sorry down to Miami good oh, move though again Tampa um, good move though yeah I'll explain why and I'll what happened and what happened after that was uh, the owner is that is Mara the owner or the GM Mara is is half owner okay but Mara has more clout because Mara's family is the family Got that you. started the organization Got you. yes good shit all right so basically he said nobody's safe. Um, he said nobody's safe, nobody's untouchable, um, and that he's been tired of answering questions about Odell Beckham. Now here's that's kind of what started. That's really the groundwork for what was to follow. Here's here's where I'm gonna jump in with that. I think this is a brilliant move by the Giants' ownership, and I'm I'm explaining what part? why. OBJ being put up for okay. sale essentially. Okay. Let's for right now. People are looking at it like it's a loser's situation, but I think it's the opposite. I think it's a win-win, and let me tell you the full situation is why. Let's just say, for example, nobody picks up Odell Beckham, which is probably what the case is going to be. I'm going to tell you why. Let me tell you why. Let's just say he doesn't get picked up. You're going to have a completely different Odell Beckham that comes back to that team. Right. Because now he's realizing, like, okay, I'm easily top five receivers in the game, mm-hmm. and you are ready to sell me for two first-rounders. Yeah. Now, here's why this is a hard pickup. They're not going to take first-rounders from any team. They're definitely looking at top ten teams, preferably the Browns. Now, here's the reason why I think they specifically went from one first-rounder to two. Because they could have the number one pick, mm-hmm. the number three pick, and a number four pick for Odell. Right. Which, to be honest, for a team that's rebuilding, is that so bad? Right. Well, here, just to kind of contradict what you're thinking, mm-hmm. I think the Giants shot themselves in the foot. Really? By doing this. Okay. Because now that they this has come up in the air like, oh, we would be willing to trade him. Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't want to pay him necessarily what he's asking for. Because he's asking for about $20 million a year. Of course. Um, which, honestly, he deserves. Like he's, I mean, it is nice. He's a top two wide receiver, he's and he's probably one. not number two. What was he getting before? Nice. He's a rookie contract. He's on his rookie contract. I'll give him, like, 15. You've been hurt. Mm. But, basically, what I'm thinking is, you what you're saying is now he, he won't have, like, the the leverage has for that much money. Right. That's what I that's what I I think he's gonna have even more leverage because he's gonna refuse to play until he gets that contract. Really? Yeah. And now what he can do, because he knows another team will pay him, he will sit out the first ten games of the year, play the final six, which is all he needs to collect his guaranteed check for the year, and then he's gonna Go somewhere in free agency, and the Giants are going to get nothing for him. I mean, so you're either going to pay him his max contract, basically that he wants, or you're going to lose him. But what period. if? But what if now? Here's the thing. What if Odell wants to stay in New York? And I'm sure he does. Because because the thing is, then the ball is still in your court. Because 
looking at the NFL, looking at these teams, and looking at these markets, there's only a couple of teams he can really go to cap um, cap concerning, right? Right. So let's look at big market teams for a second. Let's let's go down the list and, and we can agree to disagree. But before you get there, let me just, my personal thing, what I would love to see, it won't happen, but like what I would be okay with if I'm just being as a Raider fan, if the Raiders decided to trade for him, because we don't necessarily have the cap, but we can make moves. If we were to trade Amari Cooper and our first round pick of next year's draft, I don't think the Giants take that though. You they don't want think to so? pick this year. Not for Amari Cooper. They want to pick this year. So let's look at the big markets though. Mm-hmm. So we've got the 49ers. Which I think who, is who could pick him up. Could you imagine that team? Yeah, but oh. I don't think, but I don't think he wants to go to San Francisco because San Francisco wouldn't necessarily be good for the brand. This is this is what I'm thinking. I'm looking at it from a brand standpoint, right? And and again, you can you can agree to disagree and we can we can talk about it. No, I feel um, other big market teams. I mean, technically, Minneapolis is a f- growing market, but I mean, the Vikings can't pick him up. Chicago is a big market. Chicago can't pick him up. I mean, they got the cap space, but Chicago can't pick him up. Houston's intriguing. Houston is a strong possibility. That is an intriguing he option. Could, he could grow his brand, but not as large as he's doing in New York right now. No, I feel you. Right? Well, it's, it's harder to really grow it. Anywhere outside of New, New York, York and LA. with the exception of New York, LA, and some Miami, for the sake of it being Miami, as there's, far as his brand goes. There's only one place where I think outside of those three, his brand could really grow, but he can't go on that team. The Cowboys. Yeah, I think if he goes to the Cowboys, he could have really expanded his brand just for the fact that Dallas is Dallas. Outside of that, I mean, there's really no other team we could put out there except for New York teams. So you know, like the the bottom line is. The bottom line is is that the Giants are kind of banking on, okay, the only two teams that you can really go to and really do what you got to do and expand is us and the Rams. And I don't know if the Rams are going to want to pick Yo. you up, but, if the, but the Rams still no. technically could make moves oh to make him up. Gosh. We don't got money for Odell. We only have like a, we have the 31st pick. That's not a late, that's not early enough. He wouldn't go to the Patriots though. At all. Patriots isn't, Patriots isn't a brand team because even Brady doesn't have like a massive brand if you think about it. The Rams don't have the cap. Is. Rams don't have the cap space anymore. If oh true, they they're, just they're, they're, they're down to ten million. Yeah, but LA would have been the only other team I think he would go to. Yeah, honestly, LBJ about to go to, about to, go to Cleveland. That's my guess. If it would have happened, OBJ? I don't know what happened. OBJ, I said he said LBJ. LBJ. You think LeBron? But that's well, that's that why cool. that's exactly that, that would why. be cool for marketing though. That's exactly why I was because they it. could they could put him and LeBron in the same. Exactly. Yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> the thing is, I'm thinking the Browns don't necessarily got to give up that one and four. And it's like LBJ OBJ. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool. Like they don't have to give up the one and four. I said they can give up the four. I really. But and next year's one maybe. Yeah. But here's the thing though: if they give up, I would say give up the one. The first you know, overall pick. Because you know Shaquan gonna be around for four. Shaquan gonna be around for four. I don't think so. I don't think so, bro. Let's go. Th- first three picks, who are they? Well, okay. You first might, three picks, you might who be are right. they? The Browns. Okay, they just gave it to the Giants. Giants are going to get a quarterback. Giants are going to get one and two. One then. and two. They're getting a quarterback, and then they're getting Saquon Barkley. Yeah. It, it don't matter who they're He's running. He's not lasting the Stewart, Jonathan Stewart don't matter if, if Saquon Barkley is still available. You, you know what? I got forgot our Giants have two. Yeah. Take that back. Give four. Yeah. Give, give four. Yeah. I take that back. Give them four. Self-serve. Self-serve. Give them four. And get Saquon early. Bro. 
the Browns are in a position where they could really take over the world. Um, but I, I, I think that they need to understand, too, and I think the ownership is realizing it now, thank goodness. You're Cleveland, so you've got you've to gotta find your way to adapt. Cleveland isn't necessarily a bad town for somebody who's raising a family. It's a terrible town for the young superstar. I gotta be. I gotta keep it one hundred. I got to. That's why LeBron got like three cribs all outside of Cleveland. People are like, oh my gosh, he said he go a crib in LA because he wants to go to LA, and it's like, off, even though it's off topic, but I'm trying to keep it on topic. He's putting those houses there because he don't want to be in Cleveland to live. Right. <clears throat> so Cleveland's got it. I think Cleveland, the Browns in general, are doing a good thing. Now, what could definitely work in their favor to get Odell is that his old teammate and, like, his best friend in the whole league is there. Jarvis. Now, here's, here's how I, I feel. I forgot and about I, Jarvis. And I had, to look at it, I had to look at it from this perspective. My two best friends in the whole world, Buddha and my other line brother, Fitz. Shout out to Fitz. Dang, this is Fitz's first shout out on this show. Damn. Probably, probably doesn't listen anyway, so... <laughs> anyway, he, he he busy studying. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the the thing about it is, is like if either one of y'all, if we were playing in the league and you got traded to a new team, and I'm about to hit free agency, and you're like, bro, come play on this squad, bro. Like we got something. I'm going to strongly consider it. I might even go over there strictly off the strength of you really being my dog. But let's also nah. take into consideration he may not even have a choice when it comes exactly. to who's getting traded to. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was about to say. That's true too. I was going to segue into one, he can't make that like if he was a free agent. He yes. Could. Unless yeah. they give but him now, some kind of say. Unless they give him some exactly. kind of say like hey, but where would you like to go? I just thought about it. I need the Browns to be really smart right now. Mm-hmm. This is bait. The Giants are throwing bait into the water right now, and they want you to grab it like some dummies. They want you to give up your one and your four so that they can wreck shop, and yet you come out with just who you got right now. Odell, but then the you already eaten. You already own all of off season right now. I'm not gonna lie to you, F Odell. You straight with your team right now. Add your two new young pieces that are completely healthy. And ride. What if they? What if they can? What if they only pick? I mean, what if they can give that number four for Odell? Though, if you can give that number four for Odell, I would do it. Because they did say they want a first rounder. They didn't say necessarily I want the first overall pick. You know, they, 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 want, that, they want two first. They want two first rounders. You feel so like one this year, one next year. I, okay. If they if they could run with that, that's great. If they can run See, with that, I'll take that. What what I think I think the two teams most likely to take their shot. I don't think Cleveland's gonna go for it. They might. I think. If they the do four, it better before. I think the 49ers are going to shoot their shot. I think yeah, the Colts yeah, are going to shoot their what shot, the, too. What are the 49ers um, picking? They're nine. They're pick number nine overall. I think the 49ers and the Colts go for it. And I would say, honestly, a team that honestly would look really good, the Texans. I really, mm-hmm. Imagine him, Imagine Deshaun Watson throwing to DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham Jr. And you still got Lamar Miller in Jesus. the backfield. Jesus. And, and that God, defense is... You got baby Gronk too for 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 Dickel for Dickowitz for Riddickitz. Oh, he wears eighty seven. I, I call yeah. him baby Gronk. Yeah. He's nice. I forgot his name. Who? Who are you talking about? Fuller. Oh, yes. Yeah. Fuller from Notre Dame. That boy be snapping. Yeah, he has his games. He has his games. 
I uh, he came back. He came back off injury and had like five touchdowns. Yeah, he was he was fast. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was fast. Yeah. But do you want to know what I think really ends up happening though? What happens, bro? He stays on the Giants. However, he doesn't play until he gets that contract, which I think will come either the last week of preseason or within the first two weeks of the regular season. I mean, that's that's the logical. That's the logical side. Of they're, things they're gonna sometimes. have to pay him though. Yeah, they're gonna have to pay him. He what needs he wants. bread. You gotta eat. Yeah, He's because eat. because one thing that did, I mean, it hurt him. Yes, that he was hurt last year. However, they saw how awful that team is without Odell Beckham pick. Jr. If you want me to be real with you, I'm gonna answer that. If you want me to be real with you, they win like eight or nine games with Odell in. at least. I would say eight to nine. Who He's a game yeah. changer. You yeah. can't deny he is a game changer. <clears throat> Number three pick. Is it number three pick the... Uh... Number three pick is the... Um... Shit. I believe it's the Colts. Colts. Colts is number three? Or is it the Jets? No, the Jets traded... Yeah, the Jets, like, yeah, the Jets, the Jets, Jets traded up Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Three. I thought Jets was number three. Yeah, they traded up to number mm-hmm. three, which is dumb. Mm-hmm. Which is dumb. And no, what was even dumber about that? So the, the Jets traded from number six to number three. And, and when they asked that. about it... When they ask, like, oh, you know, do you want somebody in the and Todd, Todd Bowles, that coach, mm-hmm. he was like, oh, you know, we have our mind on, like, six or seven guys that we would go for in the first round. So why didn't you just stay at six? <laughs> if you have your mind on seven guys, it doesn't make sense to me to jump or, up three or, spots. Or he's, just, or he's just saying that just to kind of keep the people off of who he really yeah, wants. Don't worry about who I'm Because getting. one, because yeah. you got to understand, one and two, if he, tells got, you, if he tells you who who he wants, one and the number one team and the number two team could pick him up and just be like, so, yeah, so nah, we're just trade. What you want, nigga? Right. Exactly. I feel you. <clears throat> so, yeah, man. That's, that's. But I don't even know who they, what the Jets need right now. They, they got their quarterback yet? No. Don't they got Bridgewater for a year? They got Bridgewater for a year. Yeah, so they got, they got Bridgewater straight. for a year. They also got McGowan coming back. The fact that they got him for a year. They like, Nigga, you better I think they're going to draft Baker guy. Mayfield. Think so? Yeah, I think, I the, think that's a good look. I think the Jets are going to, I think, yeah. I see Josh Allen, but I yeah. I, I can understand that. That's a good little pick for them. I just feel like the Jets, I think. <laughs> Josh Allen going to be gone by then. Josh Allen going one and two. Yeah. Think so? I think I think Allen... Allen, those are the first two dudes off the board. Saquon, Josh don't be surprised if it's Darnold. No, Darnold, bro. After that, like, after that yeah. pro day, after that pro day that he had in the rain, dropping fifty yards, sixty yard dimes, other teams are looking at him now like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but since we was talking about money, uh, Sue, now we can pick Sue, up by the Rams. Yep, went to the Rams. A one year contract, which good is smart year, on their part. Good one year throwaway. You know, especially because you don't know how he's going to be in the locker room and stuff like that. Because let's be real, Dominican Sue has a history. Yeah, but he's so, no longer the biggest guy in the locker room either. Right. <laughs> now, yeah, niggas going to be looking at you like. I have. He's no longer the big bad wolf. Uh, I have seen, I have seen videos of other uh, sports commentators talking about. Bosa. Uh, no, no, no. Um, Aaron, Donald, Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald and Sue being the best uh, D-tackle duo. Tandem, yeah. Which, I mean, I I think you'd be hard-pressed to think of 
others that are better. You'd have to go back to like the steel you know, curtain, you know, steel you, curtain, you, like you purple know, people leader days. Do you want to know? Do you want to know why this is nice? Better than Navakinsu and Aaron Donald, you sleep. Who was better? He said Mo Wilkerson and uh, who? Shout out Richardson when they were running in the But aren't they? But aren't they ends? Oh, it might be. And when is it end? Yeah. Here's 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 my thing that I like about what they got with this with this situation. It's even and it's balanced. You have a run stopping D end, and you have a pass rushing D end. Yeah. Don, even though Donald has made a lot of tackles, you mean D, you mean D tackle? My bad, D tackle. Yeah. Um, even though Donald made a lot of stops, like tackles for loss, his thing really is getting to the quarterback. To be honest, um, it, the numbers don't show it, but I mean, he made it a lot easier for those ends on the Rams to get e- to get free and, and get to the quarterback. Um, so I think the fact that they have them two on paper right now. They're nasty. Yo, they're... You just gotta see them on the field. They're the now. second or third best defense in the league. Yeah, on paper. Yeah. On paper. Like, I mean, I think Jaguars are still number one considering their depth and everything on mm-hmm. defense. But, I mean, I would say it's Rams and Vikings are probably right there at two. And then the Eagles probably Eagles. are not a far fourth. Eagles are there, yeah. yeah. The best teams to play with on, on, on Madden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eagles is nasty on Madden. Yeah, those defenses you know, are crazy. The defense is not bad is it, in Madden. The Falcons, for some reason. Well, the Falcons got a good balance on yeah. that team, though. They got a good, they got a good mixture. I think they're just young. Mm-hmm. Being the Rams, the Rams would be nice to play with them, man. Mm-hmm. This team, what they got? They get Sherman too or something? No, that was no, the 49ers. 49ers. Who, who they, they, they got Peters. No, they got Marcus Peters and Akib Talib. Oh yeah. Oh Lord. And they still yeah. got Lamarcus Joyner at safety. Oh yeah, man. I'm on that. Oh my gosh! That's yeah, bananas. They have a squad on defense. Their defense is. They crazy. have a squad. Period. Yeah. They got Todd. They didn't pick up nobody anymore. Did they lose Sammy? They no, lost they... Sammy. Yeah, they lost. Where did Sammy go? Sammy went to the Chiefs. Chiefs, but they still got that Connor Connor Cup. Cooper, Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup. My bad. I said Connor. And then uh, what's what's the other guy? They have another dude. Cooper Cup. Uh, isn't it Roy Woods? Robert Woods. Robert Woods. Robert Woods, Woods spazzed last year. Yeah. He got me to a fantasy championship. He really did. Yeah, they're gonna be just fine. Um, now we gotta talk about the Steelers and the Le'Veon Bell situation. Um, Steelers have said they're not negotiating with Bell right now. Bell said he wants to get paid like Antonio Brown is getting paid, which is right around the seventeen million a year mark, which I think. It's smart on Le'Veon's part because running backs don't have a long shelf life in the NFL. Uh, so he needs to get his money. He needs to get his money now. Um, so I think it's another like situation like Odell where he's he's not going to play till he gets his money. Well, the problem with that is Le'Veon is not Antonio Brown. Um, I, and the reason why I say that is because it's been proven time and time again. Antonio Brown gets you wins. Antonio Brown gets you wins. And it's been proven a couple of times where Le'Veon Bell has been the focal point of the attack and they've lost. Because that's that's what the Bless Patriots... You. That's literally what the Patriots did. The Patriots took him out in a couple of games and rendered him ineffective. Mm-hmm. So what that tells you is, is that if you learn his running style and you know how to be able to beat him at the point of attack, he's rendered ineffective. And, and it's been proven time and time again. Now, the only thing is, is if you can stop it. Now, his running style is effective not because of him, but more or less because of the blockers. Right. Whereas Antonio Brown, there is absolutely no answers for him. Period. 
I don't like even Le'Veon Bell be making moves out there on that field. He does, but half of the I've seen him get touched. Part of the, part of them part of the patience comes with the blockers, though. To be honest, we can't we can't lie that the Steelers line isn't nasty. Um, I feel you. If it was me, if I was on the Steelers, I'm paying Le'Veon. You're paying him. I'm paying Le'Veon, and I'm asking Ben Roethlisberger to, to take, a take a pay cut. Especially, that's, that's especially show, especially seeing how he pretty he underperformed a lot of the year. He brought it together towards the end, but like he underperformed a lot of the year. I can I can and, agree with that. I can agree. And with that. And especially considering every year he's talking, oh, I might retire, I might retire. Okay, I take think, this pay cut. Take a pay cut because there's no reason you should yeah, be getting paid can, twenty what twenty six million? Yeah, twenty one million. Yeah, twenty one million a year. Yeah, that's okay. his average salary. Oh, no. At this point in your career, you don't need to be getting paid that much. Take cut it down to take this out. You know, seventeen. But Brady getting fourteen. Yeah. Yeah, but Brady got five rings. And then and then but pay still, exactly, up. nigga. Humble yourself. No, but I understand what you're saying from that regard. But it, I think that that's the formula. If you're a quarterback and you want to win, you got to take a little pay cut because you taking a pay cut brings stars on your team that makes your job easier. Mm-hmm. I I mean, I got to be real. If I was a 20 million dollar quarterback and you're saying, "All right, bro, cut me down to 13, I'm able to keep AB and Levion and we might have a little bit more mm-hmm. cap space to keep a couple of other wide receivers." But I'm taking this pay cut cuz I want to win. And the reason I say Levion needs to get I'll paid now, paid later. I, I think Bingo. I, I think we all can agree running backs at the age of 30 start to Decline. Go down for the most. Like, the, let's talk about the vast majority of, of running backs. I'll say, I'll say this. I think it depends on the offense the running back is in, mm-hmm. and I think it also depends on the type of running Correct. back. I agree that the that that the the athlete is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've seen bruising running backs go past thirty. I right. think Legarrette Blunt is doing well. And you've also seen some some only yeah, go a few off, years. Yeah, yeah. terribly. I honestly think that the offense matters. I think the way you're using the offense matters. I don't think you can take 20 to 30 carries a game four years in a row. Right. I just don't think that's manageable. I think when yeah. you're in your when you're at your peak, when you're at your peak, do your 20 to 30 carries. After your first like three years or so, four years, you might want to tell that team, listen, have you thought about you know running back by committee? <laughs> right. Like, Bringing another young one per snapper. I, we can split these carries. I agree. A la you know? uh, Mark Ingram and Mark Ingram Alvin is Kamara a situation. genius. So, me, if I'm Le'Veon Bell, I'm looking at it, okay, I'm 26. I have four years left probably of my prime. And we don't know how good this offensive line is about to be for the next few years. There's no guarantee that I'm going to have the best situation. I need to get my money now mm-hmm. while I can get whatever guaranteed money I can because money's only going to go down once he hits 30. Only going to go down. It can't go up from there. Agreed. So he has one chance to really get a maxed out contract. He was second in the league in broken tackles last year. Really? Really? Holy shit. Well, then I stand corrected. Behind Kareem Hunt. That's fire. I didn't realize that. I didn't know that either. Because he's pretty re- good. Because he's receiving back, too. So it's like, I'm getting I wonder why Dylan was quiet. I wonder why Dylan was quiet. I was like, I'm going to He was a receiver. I was, see you. Because <laughs> like, when you talk, I'm thinking of like Le'Veon Bell highlights. Yeah. And a lot of them in my head is like, he's in the backfield. Slipping. Just, uh, uh, get off me, get off me. Yeah. And dipping. So I'm like, I know he's had to break in a couple, broken a couple tackles. Mm-hmm. Like, I still think the success... I think I still think a good majority of his success is definitely on the linemen, especially Pouncey and DeCastro. Mm-hmm. DeCastro clears a lot 
of field for him. And possibly and, I, and I don't yeah, and I don't want to take away again, before anybody says anything crazy, I'm not taking crazy. away crazy. Right. I'm not <laughs> taking away anything from Le'Veon Bell. Definitely top five back in my book. I'll even go as far as to say top three. Maybe even top two. In the league, in the league. today? Right now. I give him top five. You could give him give top him. five. Easy, I, yeah, easily easily give him top, top five. Yeah, and it's debatable for top three. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So I'm not taking that away from Le'Veon Bell. I would just, put I would put David Johnson, Le'Veon Bell, and let's see. Probably probably Kareem Hunt, honestly, right now. In the top three. Kareem Zeke. Hunt? Oh, I forgot about Ooh. Zeke. Oh, I forgot about I like, Zeke. I like Zeke. I do like Zeke, so we will we'll Actually, you know what? Fuck that. Todd Gurley. Oh, yeah, I, was, I forgot about Gurley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, Todd. I'm so I That's crazy. Todd Gurley, like, Le'Veon Bell, David Johnson. Yeah. Who's the best running back in the NFL? Listening to this right now, you got these niggas. Got me. Yeah, Todd Gurley. Fucked up. They don't. Fucked up. So, yeah. So, I could put him debatable top three, easily top five. Yeah. But my thing that I don't like, again, Running back is easily the most overrated position in the league. And this is the reason why I'm going to say this. Not because they don't work. Just because a lot of times we don't realize just how much help they get, especially from the blockers. Yes, they have the hard job of getting through the block, reading the hole, doing whatever. But you want to talk about some of these individual positions that we kind of ish on because of running back. Receivers got to worry about getting their hands put on every play. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And finding a way to get open, still running their route effectively, and making the catch. That's not easy. We're forgetting about tight ends who got to learn how to do block schemes and learn routes. So they're doing practice with O-line and the receivers, Mm -hmm. right? That's ridiculous. And then you got to learn how to do techniques in slot. You got to learn how to do techniques split out wide. It's not not easy, right? We're not talking about corners, especially corners who get put on an island. We don't talk about free safety. And we don't talk about middle linebacker. Those positions, to me... Need to be rated higher than your average running back. I feel you. So I like I do tend to take away from the running back, but Le'Veon Bell still isn't Antonio Brown, but he no, deserves his check. I'm solely looking at it check. from from Le'Veon's standpoint as far as like okay, so what if what if the the Steelers lose three offensive linemen? What if I get injured? Yeah. What if he gets injured? I've but already if, been injured. I've already been injured. But even but even even <laughs> I mean, you know more money. so uh, like if three offensive linemen go down and you have a shit year. Well, yeah, now, you're done. Now, what does that say when you try to negotiate with your contract next year? Oh, well, this year you aren't performed. You hit an Isaiah Thomas, which we'll talk about later. Lyman's was gone. Like, I'll be sizing. <laughs> well, well, owners are going to go back. Well, like, if you're elite, you should be able you should be able to adjust to that. I'll be like, all right, then stop. You argument. know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Then stop franchise tagging me then, nigga. And let me go about my day. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what you... Let so, me off the leash, massive. So, so Le'Veon, I don't want to be here no more. More of the story. Le'Veon, Odell, don't play till you get your money. No, Le'Veon wouldn't be with the Steelers get right now. Get your money. Nah, he wouldn't. Le'Veon was supposed to have been gone from the Steelers two years ago. Right. He would have been with the Patriots. <laughs> He's definitely not getting no check over there. Yeah, no. But you get a ring, you would have got a ring. Y'all niggas really don't want a ring. That's y'all problem. Y'all got too much pride. I better live like the wealthy. I ain't gonna lie. I want a ring, so I, I ain't gonna worry too much. Worry about money. I live a frugal lifestyle. Well, just get you six rings, bet money. Nike holler at you. And you oh yeah, get you getting your own you shirt get paid anyways. You'll get your own show, a book, Word. Canton. Kobe about Kobe about to get a book. Uh, um, I mean, you get paid show. for going to Canton. You get a little pension. You get a nice yeah. little check Damn. monthly. I don't have to do nothing. We ready to move on? Nah. 
All right, so. So you're just going to ignore me. Yep, the Seahawks cut the backup quarterback. So anyway, about Le'Veon Bell. That's <laughs> um, <laughs> cute. We're doing what we did last week. That's funny. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do that because I wasn't going to do what we did last week. But if you're going to do that, I'm going to start the engine, bro. So let's move on. Dylan <laughs> 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 already giving you that look. I know. Don't don't segue us into doing what we did last week because we'll have a ball today. Listen, I didn't have much time last week. <laughs> but today, you did last week. You had time last week too. <laughs> and I didn't even really have that much time last week, cuz. But this week, cuz. This week, I got time, cuz. We really don't have time because we got a lot more stuff to talk about. Talk about these. So, Le'Veon Bell. I'm like, <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Go ahead, go, go, go. Hurry before I change my mind. Go. You go ahead. All right. So anyway, um, the Seahawks cut quarterback Trayvon Boykin amid DV claims. What's DV? Domestic violence. Oh, see, that's why I don't do this part. <laughs> he beat the shit out of his girlfriend. Whoa, my god. No, he did. I think he like broke her jaw and everything. Like, he, yeah, he fucked her up. Really? Yeah. Speaking, of, did y'all see that video of that baseball player? That that was beating the shit out of his girlfriend in the stairwell. Nah, I'll have to show y'all that. That shit was crazy. Like a he was like, player? like he was like backhanding her on the stairwell and stuff like that. Ooh, like like hit her glasses off, then picked her glasses up, put them back on her just to hit her again and who's shit. About? It was crazy. I don't know. His name. I'll have to show y'all after the show. But like a baseball player that plays now. Yeah, that's not lit. No, nah, like he like jacked her up. It was crazy. That's why niggas don't watch baseball anyways. Yeah. So uh, the Seahawks cut cut him. Seahawks cut who? Trayvon Their backup quarterback. TCU? Oh, yeah. The only reason I'm bringing this up is because... Does this give Cap a chance to get signed? Potentially. They said... They, he would fit so perfectly in Seattle. There was an NFL executive that said they don't see Cap going too much past this month and not getting uh, picked Word. up. John Gruden said he deserves to be on the team. He does. And they pick him up, John. No, we don't need him though. Oh, they don't. We have we have no we have no need for him on our team. Wow. Why? Oh, you don't need because we already have, we're good at like we have our quarterback situation figured out. Who is your quarterbacks? Derek Carr. Derek Carr. EJ Manuel. EJ Manuel. I mean, yeah, EJ <laughs> is, a, is a productive is, backup. Yeah. He played well last year. <laughs> I don't know what you want me to say, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to say. EJ Manuel. <laughs> <laughs> well, from what from what John was saying, how he broke it down, he was like, "Well, first of all, he said Kaepernick lost out to Blaine Gabbert, the starting job. Yeah, That's one. Please. And then he said when he did perform, he didn't play that well. So he was like, Word. he deserves to be on a team, which stats? but he doesn't, huh? Loves Kaepernick's stats." Okay. His career, his okay career is one thing, but last the public stats the last season he played. DJ Manuel. Yeah, he had sixteen picks and four touchdowns, but I think them sixteen picks was over like thirteen games though. EJ Manuel, or something like that. Yeah, I, know, I do think Kaepernick's better than EJ Manuel. I agree, but like we already have somebody who knows the playbook, knows this team, knows the squad. Like why just to bring and in he's Kaepernick? Making backup money. Yeah, Kaepernick, you might have to pay him a little bit more than backup money. Yeah, so like, what? I ain't playing two years. Um, I'm just happy to get signed right now. Like, you know how much I'm begging these niggas to let me do these commercials? True. Moving along. 
Uh, former Seattle Seahawk and uh, current Philadelphia Eagle Michael Bennett uh, is in custody in Texas. That's wild. Damn. He is. He ran into. Apparently, he ran over some old guy at the Super Bowl. It was Walking. a woman. It was an old. Oh, it was, was an old woman. She was a. Pa- she was a paraplegic. And Whoa. he knocked her down. This was when the Patriots played the Falcons oh in Houston. God. How do you knock and down a paraplegic? He well, knocked her off a wheelchair. This is, this is all alleged. This is all alleged. So allegedly, what happened was, you know, because his brother was on the team, right? And he was making his way to the field after the game to congratulate his brother. And she was like, "No, you can't get through here." And what they're saying is he was he pushed his way through, and he on purpose hurt this elderly paraplegic lady, which sounds crazy. That doesn't sound I'd, like him. No, at all. And it's crazy because even the uh, the police, they when they had their press conference about it, they said, "Well, there is no video, and we don't really have any proof, but we're pursuing the charges." Like. So, so essentially, it's like we're gonna do our job. But we think at the end of the day, this case is gonna get really thrown out because job. there's no proof and there's no evidence. Why would you have a paraplegic elderly lady watching an en- like an entrance to the field at the Super Bowl? Like, does, shouldn't you have like a little bit more security there? It's I mean, the fucking Super Bowl. I mean, if you're doing budget cuts, that's I mean, wild. that would be smart to do. That's know? wild as shit. <laughs> that's crazy though. Wow. Anything to add to that, Don? You good? Nah, he innocent. Free my dog. Word. For I bet. Real. I bet if he did it to a black person, he wouldn't be dealing with this. Well, the black person probably wouldn't snitch. This is true. Black person would be like, "I deserve that." Street coat. Head on. Hold on, that. Bob. Well, the black person would be like, "Hey, bro, go on ahead, bro." This is true. Go on ahead, bro. Also bro. True. Go congratulate your brother. Go ahead, bro, bro. Go ahead, bro, bro. All right. So the owners had their annual meeting. Boo! Uh, I was right down weekend, the street, and. Uh, there's a few rule changes that are going to be happening. Uh, one that's not going to be happening is the defensive pass interference rule. Um, what was on the board, basically, that they were going to be voting on as to whether instead of it being a spot foul, it would be a 15-yard 15 15 penalty, <clears throat> which I personally thought would be cool because I hate when you know a team, just at their chance to win the game, they're going to throw a... Hail Mary, hoping that they get a defensive pass interference, which could change the game if it is a penalty. You know, I do your job. Don't I ain't pass gonna, I ain't gonna lie. I, I think that it's it's also a it's a buck because what's gonna happen now is you're gonna have corners who are gonna sit there and be like, oh well, oh, he's, I'm in great, beat. he's in great position to get this forty yard pass that could potentially be a touchdown. Let me trip him and make it fifteen yards. Uh, that's what you're saying. I didn't think about it from that side. It's because you're thinking, your, you're thinking about it from an offensive standpoint. Do your job. We're thinking about it from a defensive standpoint because if I'm I would a middle, eat. if I'm a middle linebacker and I know this man just is about to beat me for a touchdown pass, I see the ball coming out the quarterback's hand. I was more so. I was more so. I was more so thinking it from. Like, because you're talking about, like, the intentional. I was more so looking at it on the defensive side from all the times that it's called in those situations when it really isn't pass interference and it's a bullshit call. Yeah, true. That's kind of how I was looking at it. Or when it's used for strategy, like what the Patriots did to A.J. Bouye twice in the AFC Championship yeah. game. Yeah. Bet you Bouye learned from that. Word. He ain't touching nobody he ain't no gonna, more. He ain't going to ride nobody to the sideline no more. We talking about AJ Bouye. Word. You just oh, got his Ryan. Yeah. You just got him no. as soon as that ball hit the hands. You just got to put that smack he, on him as soon as the ball hit the hands. No, he ain't going to do it no more. I ain't going to tell you no more. Yeah, but do your job. That I don't like that rule. Yeah. 
Well, it didn't pass, so oh, cool. you don't have to worry about that. Yeah, do your job. Um, also, they have simplified the catch rule, thank goodness. Um, so hopefully things won't be as crazy as they've been. So the they basically what, the Calvin catch what they catches. what they changed was the um, football move rule, the football move, and the going to the ground. Um, just after have control. A catch. Of, just have control of the ball. Just have control of the ball. So even if you hit the ground and the ball kind of moves yeah, around, that's it's still going to count as a completion. But if it hits the ground, what are the end? What do you mean? Like say you go like this, and then it hits the ground. That's a catch. Yeah, the, the audience ground. can hear exactly what you're talking about. It's it's a catch, regardless. What he's saying is, if the ball's <laughs> in your hand and it hits the ground and it jars it around, is it a catch or not? So if it's jarring around and it touched the floor, the ground, then it would still be a catch. I don't know about that one. I don't know. I like the I like the whole football move part. Yeah. But the whole like if you got possession and you go down. Like you don't have to go all the way. You don't have to like survive the catch. You don't have to survive the ground anymore. No, you have to survive the ground. But if you hit the ground and okay. it moves around a little bit, but it's still in your possession, it's a catch. Well, what kills okay. what kills it too is like the fact that they can do super slow mo now because the ball will move any given thing. If you're watching in super slow mo, like you're gonna see the ball. You're gonna move. see the ball Everything move no matter what. Yeah. yeah. But but some of these catches, you could tell somebody has possession. Yeah, right. Like, and they're, they're just like readjusting their hands get, or like something the like that. The ground, and then all of a sudden you regain. You That's not me. a catch. That shouldn't be a catch. That's not right. a catch. So, but if like I'm going like this, and like I go like that, and the ball kind of jumbles up or whatever, like yeah, it's just a catch. Like, like, yeah. Um, another rule which Dylan described as a puss rule puss. is the new targeting rule uh, that the NFL has. Which is what, bro? Uh, put out there to where now, if a player on either side of the ball um, hits another player and leads with their helmet, it's a 15-yard penalty. Um, it'll be considered targeting. And if it's, you know, the kind of a personal foul, like one of the two or whatever, and if it's egregious enough, they're eligible to be ejected just on the one time. Yikes. Yeah. That's a yikes. So some of these players are about to be out of here. That's uh, a yikes. My Bur- Perfect. Perfect. Going to be ejected every game. But they also put that. They also made the the rule to where it's like it puts a lot of pressure on the offense because they're saying like not a new rule pass that if you lead, like if you drop your head down and you initiate the contact, if you drop your head down and you initiate the contact, uh-huh. you'll get. You feel me? You could get fined, and they're making it. Possible for you to review the to have New York be able to review those plays. Yeah, which is neat. Which is neat. So now offensive players can get penalized for dropping their head and initiating contact. Because if you didn't drop your head, you probably wouldn't. That wouldn't have happened. I think. I think that Shazier situation um, kind of put the fear in a lot of, of of the owners and you know the 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 staff of the mm-hmm. NFL, the higher ups and stuff like that, to Agreed. seeing that whole situation to where, you know, he led with his helmet, you know, and kinda shit could really kill people. It can. It it really can. It yeah, shortens definitely takes years out of your life. I don't care what anybody tells me. When you get hit like that 
and you're out or you're you just can't make it through a game mind matter of fact the whole week you're taking years out of your life yeah you know what i'm saying like i i just can't see how you can get up from that and be like oh yeah i'm completely 100 percent healthy nah, yeah and i understand i understand where a lot of the players are coming from too because i've heard you know some other podcast stuff where players have said like they don't care they you know let them sign a waiver or whatever and if they get a concussion or they get injured that's on them and stuff like that that's a lot of them just want to play regardless um but you know if you look at it from a business standpoint that's not it's not good for business when you're hurting you're, my end goal yeah when you're one of my star players and you're hurt you're hurting my end goal period and you're hurting your end goal too because you're not making your full contract yeah period because I'm pretty sure a lot of these contracts have the incentive where you play every game this season. Right. And, and you get this much. And, and speaking of that, shout out to Ryan Shazier, though, for, you know, trying to make, get this recovery going. He's back in the gym working out and stuff. Like, uh, he's walking. I support I support him. But I'm saying get, just getting back to being a normal, you know, being normal, walking around and stuff like that. Silly man. I don't think he should come back. I don't think he should come back. I'm saying, I'm saying come back as far as, like, Getting back to functioning properly. Right. Understood. Know. Understood. Yeah, man. Um, silly, silly young man. So, one of the dumb things that I heard that they're talking about is eliminating kickoffs. Y'all need to sit down. Which I think is one of the most exciting parts of the game. Devin has to be better be the main and one out here protesting this. Because, you Your know. career made off this. From what they're, from what they're saying. That was amazing, though. Um, the concussions that occurred during the season happened five times more regularly during kickoffs. Who cares? There's life. Than any other. T- <laughs> <laughs> You're an a-hole. That's life. This is part of the game, bro. This is all part of the game. You shouldn't have made this game if you knew. You, sh- you know this game was rough. And everybody know what they signed up for, and this is part of it. Unless you bought it, enhance these helmets, then. I got all this technology in the world. Keep well, enhancing that's the these thing. helmets. They have these enhanced helmets that only like a dozen players are using, and it's been proven to be safer against concussion. But they're not mandating it across the board, which they right. should then mandate the it across problem. the board and let the game let continue. Let these dudes smack the crap out of each other all day, but have the best protection it's ever. Is but they're worried about losing their funding from these other companies that are supplying you know their regular equipment and stuff and it's like this means you don't really care about right production of the game of course they don't it's all about the bottom line for for the nfo at the end of the day from all these you have technology but to where you can protect these players with all kinds of stuff you could have you could have freaking tempur-pedic but as cushion but helmet but instead (laughs) they'd rather water down the game just to, to help feed their bottom line. So, I mean, but. cars are out here made to withstand crazy amounts of contact. Don't get rid of kickoffs, NFL. That's yeah. stupid. That's all right, y'all. XFL is going to be back in 2020. X, F, L. They ain't going to have no rules. Right. X, A, F, A, L, A. Next Skiffs. You're annoying. You're annoying. <laughs> All right. And then uh, lastly for the NFL is um, the NFL has decided to eliminate the point after attempts on game winning touchdowns, which happened a few times during this year when a team won the last second of the I'm game. Lying. Players are leaving the field and then they have to come back on just to kick an extra point. That means nothing. There needs to be a mean clause in that because if I'm. If you score this touchdown, but you only up by one, 
I can block that shit and run it back and get my two points and win the game. Um, that is true. True. Look at you. You feel me? So I'd say if if you have a chance to be up by more than it only applies if you up by more than two. If it if that rule is not like that, then y'all need to look into that. Holla at me and that's one. Of, that's one of those mean loophole in there, right? Speaking of loopholes, I told you last week about this one loophole. That's why I just thought that about they it. They fixed. Okay, did you know <laughs> there's this loophole in overtime rules where um, so you know the overtime rules where let's say team A gets the ball first. If they get a field goal, team B gets one possession to get a field goal to tie it or a touchdown to win it, right? Mm-hmm. Now, let's say team A gets their field goal. Team B is driving down the field. They throw an interception. Team A, who caught the interception, is now running. Guy gets hit, fumbles it. Team B picks it back up, runs in for a touchdown. Team A still wins the game. Because technically, Team B only had one possession. And considering there was an interception, possession that possession was over. And even though they fumbled it, the other team picked it back up, that starts a new possession. That's lit. Yeah. So they fixed that. They adjust that to I, where... I couldn't wait until that happens to the I'll be hot. Bruh. It'd so be, it'd be they a fixed that. Yeah, they it'd fixed that a, to where if it's one play, they, it continue, whatever happens on that play. Like yeah, that, I was, was going to sit here and say, I can't wait till the Patriots win that way. So now so they're going to tell... Yeah. We cheated. So now they're going to tell players, if you intercept it, go they down. They hate us for real, man. I'd hate us. Like, what? Oh, we sized them, boys. <laughs> they clear my face, just scored a touchdown just now. They, <laughs> they, they got no points. And they don't count. I don't even want to be a fan. And they're going to pull out this make-believe-ass rule. Belichick will sit there and Belichick will be like, well, it's in the rule book. I just want to know who caught that. I just want to know who like saw that and was like, wait a minute. Goodell's nephew. Right. So, hey, before we transition... Hey, I wanted to vent to you guys about something and wanted to just just take a few minutes just to talk about this topic. Um, Lamar Jackson is the best quarterback in the draft right now. Um, Easily. I just want to say that I will not lie. His Wonder League test leaves room for error. His who? That IQ test that they take. That's dumb. Did you hear the scores? Josh Allen, 37. Josh Rosen. Out of what? I think it's out out of 50. Yeah, I think so. Josh Allen, 37. Josh Rosen, 29. Sam Darnold, 28. Baker Mayfield, 25. Lamar Jackson, 13. Damn. Damn. Dumbass. Now. Pumping old boy. (laughs) Now, here's here's the thing. I wanted to make a mention how Mel Kuyper. I believe it. In the beginning, was saying how completion percentage matters. <coughs> completion percentage matters. It does. It does. However, and that was the weakness. Of the it does. Yeah, he was he was saying that weakness for Lamar Jackson. However, over the past couple of weeks, he has literally said. That completion percentage doesn't matter. Who said that? Mel Kiper. Because, you know, Josh Allen has a lesser completion Mm -hmm. percentage than Lamar Jackson. Mm -hmm. So Lamar Jackson does not have the worst completion percentage of all potential first-round quarterbacks. Right. Josh 
Allen. Now, another thing that I wanted to make a mention. They were talking about Lamar Jackson running the ball. And you know, they say like, oh, he's not a good standalone and a stand-in-the-pocket passer. He runs all the time, whatever. What people don't realize is, take a guess on how many out of his runs, right? Let's say his runs is 100%. Guess how much percent of it came from scrambles out of the pocket of all his yardage? 80. 27%. Oh, shit. 73% of his runs came from designed runs from shotgun. Damn. Yeah, because they purposely wanted him to take off and run. He had 9,018 passing yards in three years. In those three years, he had 3,520 yards on designed runs. He had 1,286 in scrambles. So you still want to say this man doesn't stand in the pocket and deliver passes? In in an offense that is a pro-style offense where he does actually go under center. And he did his pro day under center. Good for him. And the difference between his pro day and everybody else's pro days... He did it with actual formations. Mm -hmm. He did it under center with multiple receivers, reading the field, and directing passes. And every throw he did was with the flick of the wrist. And we're looking at this and we're still saying that this man isn't a good quarterback. You're out your mind. What's the IQ Mm. test? What they put on the The, IQ test? The wonder look. I don't know. It's random stuff. Whatever. They try to test his intelligence as a human being. I mean, you you feel me? He a little hood, nigga. Of course he's not gonna be. He, he all he had is poly football. Yeah. Like this man went to Boynton Beach High, like from Pompano. From Pompano, bro. Like he not the school system ain't great down here for him to be focused on that. Like, I will, when it comes to football, that boy balls. I will end my rant in the words A of sports an podcast. <laughs> I will end my rant. You see what I did there? You see what you did there? No. <laughs> With something that was eloquently Balls, Balls, said sports podcast, you know, by an the show, NFC the show we're doing scout. Right and I quote, his tape speaks volumes, but staffs can't see beyond their biases. He's black and athletic. Bias tells you he has to prove to you that he is smart enough. And if he can't, he's more valuable somewhere else because he's athletic. Lamar has to be twice as good both mentally and physically. And that's purely because he's a black quarterback. And I think that's pure bullshit. And I'm done. Well, while we're on the topic of Lamar Jackson, one thing I do want to mention. Fuck the scouts. Um, And this is kind of in defense of my point that I've been trying to make to you guys a couple times that you guys didn't necessarily agree with me on. But I saw this. I thought it was interesting. Um... One of the NFL Network draft experts uh, said that he's had, he said, and I quote, I've had several teams tell me they're having trouble just getting to set up appointments to meet with him. Not just work out, but appointments to meet with him, to put him up on the board, to work out with him, to have dinner with him. And remember, again, I'm not trying to take a shot at anybody. His mom is representing him. His mom obviously has his best interest at heart, but you're doing the kid a disservice if NFL coaches and general managers are calling and you can't even get an appointment set up. Yeah, that's a problem. Now, let me give you guys an abstract. For the record, again, before anybody says anything crazy, I am not disagreeing. Crazy! Stop this crap. I'm not disagreeing with you. Let's look at the abstract real quick. 
Number one, you majority of the teams in the NFL already giving me the impression that they don't even want me as a quarterback. One of your own, the former owner of the Colts. Wait, isn't he still the owner, Bill Polian? Of who? Of the Colts. Isn't he still still the owner of the Colts? I'm pretty sure this guy's the owner of the Colts. Go ahead, keep talking. I'll I'll, I'll look it up. I'll look it up. Or GM. I could could be wrong. No, no, no. It's not Ursay. My bad. My bad. It it is former GM of the Colts. Okay. Yeah. Wayne Wade is the GOAT. So, um, anyway, so this guy, so this guy, um, on ESPN, Bill Polian, Bill Polian used to be a football executive and he says that, and he's been, he's been adamantly saying that Jackson should be opening his doors to be a receiver if he's trying to make money. You want to your own. One of your former people just said on national TV that I should be a receiver. I've got a pro day coming up. I don't want to talk to none of y'all boys. Period. Now, an agent might sit there and be like, you want to speak to some of these teams, bro, because of whatever, whatever. However, a family member that's got your best interests at heart is going to sit there and be like, listen, <clears throat> you don't want to hear nobody get in your ear and tell you that you're supposed to be a receiver. Don't answer none of these calls. Do your pro day, do what you're supposed to do, perform, then take your phone calls. Now, here's what I'm going to say. Having your family member, mom, dad, whatever, is high risk. But it can also be high reward. Because at the end of the day, there is nobody that's going to have your back like your people's. And he's in a delicate situation right now where he could be this generation's Marcus Vick. Because Marcus Vick could have gone on as a quarterback somewhere. He wouldn't have been balling, but he would have been straight making quarterback money if he had somebody with his best interests at heart. Agents will always tell you, I have your best interests at heart, but that's not true. I want to make this money. So whatever it is that's going to get you top dollar, that's what I want to do. So if that means you being a receiver is going to get you as a top 10, top 15 pick, but if you're a quarterback, I want you a third or fourth round. Where do you think I'm going to tell you to go? Whereas mom is sitting there saying, listen, sweetie, like I got whatever you want to do. I wouldn't want that man to talk to anybody before the pro day either. About what? You clearly don't want me. You, The NFL, the media, everybody has me below Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph is rated higher than me. And you want to you wanna have dinner with me? For what? Wait until this pro day. I'm not going to run this 40 because you already know my 40 time. You see what I do to these suckers out on the field? They can't keep up. The fuck I need to run a 40 for? I'm a quarterback. You got your damn mind. I ain't running no 40. I ain't catching no pass. You going to see me do this little? Here, you want a 40? Uh, a 40-yard pass on the money. Pick me up as a quarterback. I don't care if it's sixth, seventh, undrafted. I'm a get on and I'm a ball. Period. And I need an agent that's gonna have my back and tell me I can do this shit the right way. That's just abstract thinking. Snap. I'm here, cuz. I took a nap. You snap just now. Hey mom, keep doing what you're doing, mom. <laughs> yeah, boy, pay, mom. I'm just. This is what I'm saying. If if the man get picked up, this this is what I really want for Lamar, bro. 
I just want him to be in a situation where he can grow. I don't even care if he's a starting quarterback. I want him to be in a situation where he can still show his talents. Like he can still, he can go to a trash team and that team might go like five and 11 or six and 10. But if he's not the reason why the team is trash and he had a good year, he already proved the naysayers wrong, especially if he played a full season. We got to realize like, I'm really not the one to be all about race or whatever the case may be, but he's a black quarterback. They don't get love. You know who they call the biggest bust of our generation? Vince Young. Vince Young is the biggest bust of our generation. That's not true. A man who won, the man who won comeback player of the year and rookie of the year is the biggest bust of our generation? Two words, Jamarcus Russell. Come on. Lord. Come on. What's wrong with y'all? And we got drafted this man. And listen, here's the thing. We can still name people worse than Jamarcus. We can name people who came with all the hype and didn't do nothing. And we're talking about Vince Young? That's madness. Lamar, I think Lamar really has a social understanding of where he is. And I just think he don't want to be friends with nobody. He know where he at. I don't want to hear you talk to me about being a receiver. Think about it. In his interview of all the quarterbacks that was doing interviews, everybody else was interviewed about what they think they bring to the table. Is there a team that they'd like to go to? Are they concerned about their pro day? Are they going to participate in all this stuff? First question that gets asked to this man, Jackson, is, have you considered switching your position to receiver? Fuck out my face, nigga. What? (laughs) And he handled it with class. I would have been pissed. I'm a quarter, bro. I'm a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Word. Yeah, you snap. Yeah, that's crazy. I'm a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. At the University of Louisville, I put the University of Louisville back on the map as a quarterback in a pro style offense. And y'all asking me to play receiver? I did it from freshman year to sophomore year to junior year. And I gave you consistent numbers. My average is 3,000 yards passing, 1,000 yards rushing from designed run plays. And you're asking me to be receiver? Dash crazy. This is also crazy. <laughs> but you know that, it's just, I don't know, bro. Like, I'm really, I'm going to bring, me personally, on like a professional like podcasting, I don't want to talk about race. But from the standpoint, from the standpoint of personal, I'm gonna have to bring race in. This man is the best athlete in the whole draft, arguably the best quarterback in the whole draft, and people got him rated number six. Number six. You don't think he better than Mason Rudolph? Yeah, definitely. You don't think I told he's you, I think Baker Mayfield. I think he top two in my opinion. That's I, wild. I think I think him and Josh Allen are the two best. That's why that we're not talking about this man as a quarterback. The number one question we ask him is why didn't he run a forty? For what? I have a thousand yards rushing every single year. <laughs> Tell me one slow person that has a thousand yards rushing from quarterback. You mm. can't. I'm running from the pocket. <laughs> I'm the only nigga doing this, bro. Like, what you need me to run? Come on, for? man. That nigga being a real ass. He being a real nigga for real. Like, you know, you know, I'm. You, you know, know why I'm you here. No, bro. You've known me since Boy and Beach High School. 
You seen my tape. But you see me drop on a dime one because, like. No. <laughs> how passionate are you about this Lamar Very Jackson? <laughs> I like, you, you made me respect Lamar Jackson a Word. lot more just now. I'm passionate, but the thing is, it's not just Lamar. It could be any black quarterback. I just think it's it's freaking stupid. It's stupid. And then we want to talk about IQ. Oh, he had a low IQ rating. So since when did that have anything to do with plays? For real. This man runs this. This man runs that. This man runs this. Make it happen. Tom Brady was drafted six with a third of the skill. And became great. <laughs> so... Um, I have a proposal that we can talk about off air, but how would you guys feel about doing a uh, a draft like show? A mock, like a mock draft? No, like or like a draft show. We show. watch the draft and we and break down yeah. our commentary on it, how we feel about each pick yeah. for the first round, just for the first yeah, round. We could we could definitely talk about it. Yeah, it'll be like a bonus episode. Yeah, easy. That yeah. we'll talk about the particulars later, but yeah. all right, cool. Excuse my rant, fellas. No, I was I thought it was great. Yeah, I thought man. it was great. I, I was ready this whole week. I've been just sitting here just steaming like, bruh, I didn't post on social media about it. I ain't going Facebook, you, Twitter, you Instagram. Came, you, came, you came with the gun loaded, bro. You I'm was ready. Here. That boy was ready here. to shoot. I got more shots to shoot, but I'm going to wait. All right, bet. Well, uh, moving right along um, to the W... W E. How would that go? The W E W E E E. Question mark upward inflection. The You know what I'm waiting for. Next section, so we can sing on the boys. Yeah. All right. Well, this one's this one's really quick. Um, it's just more of a build to WrestleMania. I'm not really gonna get into much right now. Uh, next week, we're gonna do kind of a deeper dive into into what what's about to happen because uh, WrestleMania isn't this Sunday. It's the following Sunday. WrestleMania we're, is almost upon us. Yeah, we're gonna have a special guest next week on the show. Uh, so we're gonna do a deep dive. We're going to talk about WrestleMania. Are we about to die me? Oh, we're going to have a guest next week. Oh, lit. Yeah, so um, so we'll get into that next week, but WrestleMania is quickly approaching. Uh, but yeah, so that's it. That's all I got for, for WWE. Oh, word? Yeah. I'm looking forward to this WrestleMania, though. I think there's a lot of good matches. There's going to be a lot of that. great matches, yeah. We'll save that for next, for next week's episode. Yeah. So we're moving on to the next portion. Sure are. The N B A. The N A B A A A. My favorite part of the show. The Oh man, you guys make me happy. Alright. Pause. How? How's that pause moment? Pause. Pause, pause, and pause. I said, you guys make me happy. You make me happy. You sit right beside me. I don't go mini golfing.
guys. Trash out Neos. All um, what they cross again? They 16 or 17? They 15, 16, 17, 17 something like that. 17. They all of them. They trash. All right, now let's get into it. But um, don't rush me. All right, trash. No, they ain't 15. They're probably 16, 17. Talking about that. Now, <laughs> here's the thing. Before we get into anything, um, we just want to take the time to say rest in peace to Zeke Upshaw. Yeah. Um, I believe it was a Grand Rapids drive. Mm-hmm. Um and he collapsed on the court. Sudden, and, uh, sudden cardiac. Yeah, didn't pull through. Yeah. yeah. So uh, you know, just a quick recipe. Con- condolences to the to the family, friends, teammates. Uh, that's rough. Yeah, it really is. Um, so going into the NBA picture, before we get started on anything, of course, I got to give you guys the rundown. If the playoffs. Were yeah. to end today. Okay. I mean, not play end. If the playoffs were to start today, I was fascinated. Let's do the Eastern Conference. These matchups are crazy. The Raptors right now will be playing the Bucks. The Celtics will be playing the Heat. The Cavaliers will be playing the Wizards. Potential upset. And the 76ers would be playing the Pacers. Mm. Those are some fire matchups coming out of the East. And a lot and of you, the 76ers are smack the Pacers. Now, here's the thing. The interesting thing is 6, 7, and 8 is really decided by a game and a half. Mm-hmm. So the Wizards, the Heat, and the Bucks could switch at any point in time. Word. Especially with this Heat win. Thanks, now, um, what we also need to understand is that between 3, 4, and 5, which is the Cavaliers, 76ers, and the Pacers... They're separated by one game. So the Cavaliers could easily slide down to five. So every right. game literally could change, could change up. Yeah, the only two that are locked time. the only two that are locked in right now are Raptors and Celtics. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. They're gonna and, be one and two. Yeah. Regardless. Exactly. So now in the Western Conference, this picture is just as interesting. And the reason why this picture is just as interesting is because there are out there are outliers that could potentially get in. Mm-hmm. Now, if the playoffs were to start today, it would be the Rockets against the Jazz, the Warriors against the Timberwolves, which would be the mm. best series of the first round period, yeah. Trailblazers against the Spurs, Boy. and the Thunder versus the Pelicans. Now, the interesting thing is, unlike the East, where there's like kind of outliers in like different brackets or whatever, the difference between four, five, six, seven, Eight and nine and ten and ten is a total of four games. That's crazy. 
So the only ones that's not eliminated out of the playoffs. So three could technically not make the playoffs. Portland. Yeah, if Portland they, could technically, if they, they lose, they lose out, out and get tank, out of there. Yeah. That's crazy. Anybody could tank and get out. Of, like San Antonio doesn't can't afford to just be yep. losing games. And like, I'm telling you, I have a sleep. I think Denver, who's like Loki, people don't know that Denver is like one of my favorite teams in the league. Mm. They could get in there. Yeah. If San Antonio loses tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. I believe they dropped down to number eight. Holy shit. So then that would change the picture completely because then you'd have Rockets, Spurs, and then you would have Trailblazers against the Timberwolves. And I believe Jazz would play the Warriors. And I believe the Jazz has beaten the Warriors. So you so now you've got some interesting matchups. Yeah, the only the only two that are locked in are yeah, Houston and Golden State are and they're locked in where they are too. Like yeah. They, yeah, they're they're locked in. At one and two. I don't need the Clippers in there, bro. I don't either, but I mean they're they're but they're they consistent, right? These so games gonna be crucial for all these teams. The interesting thing about the playoff picture is I wouldn't be surprised if the Pelicans don't even make the playoffs. I think Pelicans do though. They, AD is playing on a whole nother level, man. AD is possessed, yeah. honestly, and I think I think that when they they're gonna keep Cousins around, and next year they're gonna be even better. So the interesting thing about the playoffs, the story of the playoffs that for some awkward reason we're not really talking about, is the 76ers. They just seem to get better. Markel Fultz finally got on the court, Mm -hmm. and he's an interesting add to this team. Now, the thing about it is Joel Embiid is hurt. Yeah. They said he might miss the first round. He might miss the first round. This is good because Embiid is going to get the rest that he probably needs. Yeah, because be, his because his injuries is orbital going. Right. It's not any. He's not. He's not, not going to miss. Yeah. He's not going to miss the first round. They're going to give him a mask, and he's going to play. Mm-hmm. So, um, the 76ers have clinched the playoffs officially, and they won over forty games. And this is their first time in the playoffs in six years. Would you guys? Would you guys say that they're on schedule or ahead of? They're schedule? ahead of schedule because I don't think they. I don't even think they thought they were going to be this good this quick. I didn't expect this. I thought. I thought. I thought they were still at the early stages of their turnaround, and they're. Playing very good basketball. Interesting antidote. Just to show you the the swag that the 76ers got. Carl Anthony Towns torched the Hawks last night. For 56 points and 14 rebounds. Interesting story to tell you. Carl Anthony Towns took a video of him and... Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons playing Fortnite. Yeah. And... That he shit was, was like funny. he was like um, he was about to end the game. He's gonna go to sleep because he got a game tomorrow. And Ben Simmons was like, "You can play one more game. Who y'all play tomorrow?" And he was like, "Oh, the Hawks." And Ben Simmons was like, "Oh, come on, you definitely could play a game then." <laughs> yeah. And Carl Anthony Towns gave him fifty six and fourteen. Yeah. So now I saw. <laughs> so, so now That's you, crazy. you got a team that was trash. And a player that was injured last year just tried your whole franchise. Ben Simmons is officially my favorite player. That boy is savage, bro. You <laughs> say you definitely could play. He know y'all trash. <laughs> he know y'all horrible. You ever play? You ever made make a my player, and you know you about to go against the worst team possible against your dude, to where you know you about to unload. That's how he feel about y'all. Yeah, pretty much. You're that team. Yeah. You're that team. So, now, on to the injury report. Steph Curry's is having the worst luck of this season. Bruh. 
What is it like a like a uh, tear on his MCL? Something like, like that. Like a second grade tear or something like that. Yeah. So he's he's out for the first round. He's out least. for the first round. Um, the man just came back from his ankle injury. So what do you think? What do you think this does for his stock? And what do you think this does for the Warriors? Well, I mean, shoot, it this I mean, he's already has I mean, his guaranteed as, contract. So I feel as, as long as Steph, I mean, as um. The rest of them boys, yeah. The war, the Warriors have such depth that as long as the rest of them guys get healthy. Yeah, I believe I believe be okay. Draymond and uh, KD are back tonight. Yeah, I, as I long as they stay both. healthy yeah. to the end. Here's Steph Curry being out the first. Yeah, round and, and Clay should much. be back if he's not already back. Here's what scares me. Period. I don't think Steph Curry comes back at any point in this season. A hundred percent. No. Um, where I would, this, I'd leave him to the playoffs, to be honest. Where with you. where this is an effect that people don't realize. Everybody's talking about KD, 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 KD. This is great. I I understand completely about KD. KD is easily top two players in the world right now. However, we must admit that Kevin Durant is not the engine that makes that Golden State Warrior offense run. It isn't. Absolutely man. not. But we in that bitch. That's like. He did, but they need him regardless. That's like a I don't think I don't think they beat any of the top three teams in the West without without Steph. Steph. No, I, I think sorry. I think they they fuel. maybe well maybe the Trailblazers don't give yeah, him a free money. Look, is that if he missed the first round? But not well. I don't think if they're he doesn't play the rest of the season and misses the first. round. I don't think they're getting to the I don't think they're getting to the finals regardless. They might get to the conference finals. I don't think they're getting to the NBA. I would even go as far as conference semifinals. See, that's sizing, you're saying, what you're saying, that's with wait, you're saying you're saying without Steph. Without Steph, I'm saying I'm no, saying you said top okay. teams they could run through anybody else except KD, for the Rockets. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, I'm saying even with Steph, they're not making it to the finals. To the NBA Finals, no, they're not getting past the Rockets. I mean, if they're not healthy, they're not. Hey, even. If, if they're not healthy, they're not. Rockets are going to the finals. Yeah, Rockets. Yeah, Rockets. If the Warriors are not healthy, yes. If the Warriors are healthy by the time they get to the finals, but they're not all going four to be. guys play. But they, I'm not going to say they not because you don't know. Rockets, if Raptors. If they play people's, if they play people's injuries right, if they realize the talent they have on their team to where you can have a KD, a Draymond, a Clay, and the rest of the guys you have around you and get through the first round, you could think it. I would test KD's greatness even harder to where depending on who I'm playing in the first round. Whoever has the most, like I think, is it Clay that's more hurt? Like yeah. that just recently got hurt. You could be without him and and Steph the first round, and still get through See, the first round. Clay's injury is concerning too because it's his thumb on his shooting hand. Yeah, that's it's that's like a, a ligament. Issue. Yeah, that's a concern. They got some concerning injuries that could definitely change the outlook of their season. To yeah. be honest, but also Clay's a person that it's never really been a problem for him to not really be effective scoring wise, and for them to still be effective from defense because he's of defensive. the fact that he's probably one of the best defenders in the league, and then you still have scoring options like a Kevin Durant, like a Steph Curry when he gets back, and Draymond Green is gonna get you a triple double. Yeah, and then you got hustle guys all over the court. You got Draymond you got is not these, gonna. Draymond's not going to get a triple-double if he doesn't have two options on that court. He's, he's still going to need KD and Clay if you want him to give you a triple-double. His, his assists come I mean, off them pick, I don't think Clay. Pops. I don't think Clay will make as much of a high percentage as he would want to. But yeah. with some rest. I, think, I, think, I, think they, I think it hurts them. The way that their offense is ran, these injuries are really concerning. That's all I'm going to say. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, the Warriors is going to be ass. No, I don't think they're going to be ass. I think However, they play, they play right that right. high level that they were playing at in the beginning of the year is definitely no more. Right no, it's, gonna be, it's not going to be a... This, then again, I got to remember, this is a team that 
swept their way to the finals last year. You feel me? So obviously it's not gonna be one of those. It can't you're be gonna blow year. through everybody. Can't happen. You feel me? It's gonna taste people's. You're gonna test people's greatness. Like you're gonna really test KD's greatness now. You're gonna really challenge Draymond Green to, to go above one more level. You feel me? Because now they've been able to rely on each other so much. So it's like we could be chilling and still be dropping dumb buckets. Not this year. But this year, now it's like all right, KD. Like you gotta do the stuff that you was doing when you know you gotta take over a game. You gotta do LeBron type shit. You feel me? That we pe- people feel like you're capable of doing because they're over here giving you the league over LeBron right now. They was ready to pass you the torch last year. Yeah, and, and we know they do step it up once the playoffs come around. So like, and if you, I don't, if I you're think able to pull right. through to the second round and have a get a healthy Steph Curry back, Steph Curry is showing you that the day he comes back, he can drop sixty. Easy. The day he comes back, and you're coming back on important ass days like a game one. Yeah, we'll see. You feel me? If you get healthy, and he only that'll got, be a great series with yeah, him and the Rockets. That's probably injury, one of the best series you'll ever see. And his knee injury came from somebody falling on his leg. Like it wasn't like he. It was not like he was like trying to cross somebody over and like. Yeah, but he got some weak ass legs. Oh, he's you always do, had weak ass legs do. though. He's got weak. That's what. That's what. And got through finals with, with, with yeah. weak shit. So you feel me? Like as long as they take care of him right, and the team like continues to play as a team like they've been doing, Sean Livingston's gonna have to step up like he's shown that he can. You don't have to play as much as minutes, but when he when he gets on that court, he gives you quality minutes. I've rarely seen Sean Livingston come on the court and give you trash minutes. I don't disagree. The, I just and then Jordan, that wasn't they got Jordan Bell. Yeah, he I, gonna step up. I don't see them like being the Rockets the, uh, without, without Steph. Without Steph and all them boys being at a hundred. The, the yeah, injury, sure. the injury I'm concerned about is the next one on your list. So, Kyrie Irving has surgery. He's out three to six weeks. Um, to be honest, I think this is a great move by the Celtics. I think for the future, looking forward, going into next year, considering that they don't have Hayward, it's a good look. And also, I think they can get out the first round also without Kyrie. Um, they have a lot of weapons on that team. Rozier has stepped up to the plate. Jalen Brown is back. Jalen Brown is giving buckets. Uh, Tatum gives buckets. They got Monroe coming off the bench. They also got Marcus Smart coming off the bench. Um, Horford is still doing quality minutes starting. They have weapons that can get them out of the first round. I think they're thinking, look... We need you at 100 yeah. second round going forward, especially if we can get Gordon Hayward back. If they can get Gordon Hayward back healthy and with his mind right, Ooh, you now a have a team changer, that yeah. can go to the finals. Yeah, 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 Right? And if they come back healthy for next year, then you easily have a team going to the finals. So I don't think it's a bad move. I think that this move is the move that Isaiah Thomas should have did, which we'll talk about a little later. But I, I think that Kyrie needed that. He's cleared some stuff up on his knee that he needed to clear up a while ago. And I think right now is the perfect time. You're not going to get first place. You're not going to lose second place. So stick to where you're at. Take care of your wounds. Come back healthy. We've got this handled. Mm-hmm. We've got this handled. Especially if they're playing a team like... I mean, if we look at the standings... Nah, they're playing Heat, though. They're playing on fire. Now, here's what I'll say. <laughs> heat or Bucks will definitely give them a run for their money. Mm-hmm. But I... See, but I do see them winning in six. Now, the team that will give them issues if they fall down to this spot, which I'm praying doesn't happen, Cavs. Wizards. Mm. The Wizards, the Wizards is a problem because John Wall is going to come back, I believe, playoff time. That's true. I believe. I'm not too sure. I believe. So that's that's going to be a problem. So first round really is the is the, is the predicate for, for what's going to happen Shit, with these the injuries. mess around and come down there. Well, the Buck, I don't, I don't have a problem with the Bucks and the Celtics because the Bucks, 
the Bucks, the way that they play, plays in hand perfectly for how Celtics play. Because the Bucks' weakness is the wing play. It is the wing play. And the Celtics' weak, the Celtics' biggest strength is wing play. Because they got wing play for days. For days. Between Brown, Rogier, Tatum, uh, who else comes off there? Smart. Yeah, they got really good wing play. So I think that um the biggest the biggest issue is trying to avoid the Wizards right now. That would be that would be number one. Now, keeping with the injury report and segueing back to what we were talking about, um, the uh, Isaiah Thomas finally decided to do surgery. Mm-hmm. Um, before I say my point, what do you guys think about it? Well, might as well. Season's over. Might as well do it now. Especially, what especially to do what surgery get surgery on his hip. Especially because he's about Isaiah to be a Thomas. Yeah, mm-hmm. especially because he's about to be a free agent again. So now here's here's my here's my motif on this. Be using big words. Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> what motif right now? Motif. All right, bet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah Thomas should have been had this surgery. He didn't want to have the surgery because he was stubborn, was trying to avoid injury, felt like he could heal up on his own. Had Isaiah Thomas had this surgery, I think he gets a completely different check at the end of this year. Um, I think one of the main determining factors in him doing this surgery is the fact that the Lakers are pretty much saying they will resign him mm-hmm. when he comes back. So that gives him insurance like, okay, I might not get the nine-figure, I mean, the, yeah, the big check that I was thinking about. But I'm gonna get a check regardless. So do you think he resigns? Yeah, he resigns. If if push comes to shove, yeah, he's gonna resign. He's got a backup plan. Do you think he'll go back to Boston? Nah, he won't go back to Boston. That that's severed. That's done. Um, <clears throat> but what I what I will say is, this is a surgery that he should have done a long time ago. He should have had that surgery done after he got injured in the uh, in the playoff series against the Cavaliers. Um, so just to give you guys um some some uh. Background stories, Ray Allen went on first take today. And Ray Allen was pretty much saying his perspective on what happened between him and the Celtics. Because, you know, none of them are cool with him anymore. Everybody was giving him a lot of hell. Especially after he posted that picture of uh, him and George Lopez playing golf mm. while Paul Pierce was retiring his jersey. Um, before, again, I pitch in on any of this. <clears throat> did you guys hear what Ray Allen said? No, I did not. So Ray Allen essentially was asking, if you were in a situation, he wanted to stay with the Celtics. But what the Celtics did was the Celtics pretty much signed everybody. And whatever money was left over, they were like, this is going to be your money. Which really wasn't the money that he wanted in the first place. So with that being said, what he did was there were other teams that was calling. The Clippers, the Timberwolves, um. Who else was it? I know the Heat and the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. Grizzlies, Clippers, Timberwolves, Heat. And he was trying to get more money from the Celtics. And they were like, look, that's that's not going to happen. He said that he hit up Kevin Garnett. <clears throat> and Kevin Garnett was like, they're going to take care of you. They're going to give you the money that you need. So on and so forth. It didn't happen. And he hit up KG, and KG was like, well, if you want to be part of this family, well, you're pretty much going to need to sign this contract so we could stick together and make things happen. And he was looking at it like, I'm trying to do what's best for me. 
and what's best for my family. Clippers thought that they were using him for that he was using them for leverage, so they let him go and they went and got Jamal Crawford. So that was gone. So he decided to go to the Heat because they were offering the most money and he had an opportunity to win a championship. And they wasn't flying with that. And ever since then, they just haven't been cool since then. So my question for y'all is, if that's your teammate and if that's your homeboy and that same situation happened, are you guys acting how Paul Pierce, KG, and Rondo is? No, that's not childish. <laughs> I mean, so pretty much you're saying KG and Paul Pierce got paid and everybody got paid or something? Yeah, they got they got their, their checks worth, yeah. And then he was, okay. I'm like, yeah, bro, like, that's how you feel, like. Go make your bread. Like, yeah, I can't be mad at that. I wish we could play together, but I understand, bro. But the one thing that they were arguing and saying was that he went to the rival, which were the Heat. And then his interesting thing was, who's the Celtics' rival? It's not the Heat. It's the Lakers. It's the Lakers. Right. Who's the Heat's rival? It's not the Celtics. It's the Knicks as their rival. And then they were like, yeah, but that was the principal thing that was going to block y'all from it's getting not that into they were, the finals. Nah, see, that's... that's I'm, that's bullshit to me because I feel like it's not even that day to rival. It's like, oh, you basically going to guarantee yourself a ring and you're making it harder for us to get a ring. I'm like, well, because you're going to play with the big three. Real, if and, you real and we and I'm real, we gonna meet regardless and have to stop one of those from getting to the championship anyways. So why are you mad why does it matter where I go? Like regardless I'm gonna have to see you. I think they're looking at it like, Oh, you cost us a ring. Y'all cost y'all a ring. I y'all think, I think that's what they're thinking to themselves yeah. too, like you were the determining factor to us getting a ring or not. And he was. That boy was lights out in Miami. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. That boy was lights mm-hmm. out in Miami every time, bro. Yeah, he was he was nasty. So now, that that was that was that for, for Ray Allen. My personal opinion, I feel like Ray Allen did what was best for him. At the end of the day, what is what are you playing in, in any kind of professional sports league for? To make money and to win championships. He left a situation where he was making money and winning a charity won a championship. They didn't want to give him money. He went to another place where he was going to make money and win championships. You wanted this man to go to the Memphis Grizzlies or the Minnesota Timberwolves, what, as loyalty? So you don't want him to win any more rings so you guys can win more rings. That's yeah, kind of selfish. I'm, I'm out of here. So anyway, Ray Allen, you did the right thing. All right. We had memorable last moments. And I'm a Hall Celt- of Fame moments. And I'm a Celtic fan. With the Miami Heat. I'm a Celtic fan, and I'm telling you, you did the right thing. So, he legit gave the, the Heat a ring. Two draft things I want to tell you guys about moving y'all. forward. Number one, <clears throat> I forget his name, but there was a five-star recruit today that decommitted, I think, from Syracuse and is going straight to the G League. So he's not doing his one year of college. Instead, he's going to pass that up because, you know, they can't go from the NBA to the pros anymore. He's going to bypass that and go to the mean, G League. What do you mean they can't go from the NBA? To I mean, my bad, from high school to the pros. Oh, okay, my fault. Okay, okay. From high school to the pros. So now he's jumping to the G League. What do you do? You guys think this is going to be the new standard? And do you think that's smart? Probably. Altogether? Um, I don't necessarily. doing that for so he can get paid immediately? Not just get paid immediately. I mean, if you think about it, he's about to play in like semi pro basketball. He's going to deal with like former NBA players and coaches. He's going to get an upbringing that he probably wouldn't get in college. Um, and he's going to be already in a fast track to the NBA. I personally think, I yeah, think but- it's, I think it's smart if you're nice, like, because how long do you have to spend in the G League? 
Oh, you can but get you, called. You can get called immediately. immediately. Well, okay, so like that, that, I, that, that's that. that would be my only reason because then you're looking at a situation like okay, like LeBron. That man is gonna be in the league longer than most players are probably in the league because he came in right out of high school and he's been able to stack this bread and be at this elite level for so one. many years. So if, if you're nice like that, right out of high school, yeah. go. He's five stars though. Go. He's a five star prospect. Go. G League it up. Get you on. Get on the NBA team. Boom. With old, like if Zion Williamson was to ever be a five star nigga, and you put him out there with some niggas that were pros at one point, and you go out there and ball a sports podcast. Right. You see, you ain't get the joke the first time I, I said it. I got it. I got it. I just didn't think it was funny. Oh. So. Oh. Um, no, you, you, just <laughs> really, you just didn't really get it right. I'll bring it back up again later. No, oh. but I look at it in the sense why if if I'm nice like that. Why am I gonna go do play college ball where I could potentially play people that aren't nice like that? I mess around and get hurt or something like that. Boom, there goes my career. Whereas if I'm good money and I go to the G League and I get hurt, I could be like, well, I was in the G League. Yeah, but you know, but what <laughs> I know, but what, but what are you doing in the G League? No, I know, I'm but what you you were just saying no, they can call up at any time. So you're just, oh, so you're being an ass. Yeah, pretty much. Got it. Continue. Okay. But the thing with me and that is though, is at the end of the day, like you do get a lot of publicity playing in the NCAA. The NCAA. <laughs> the NA. Well, we gotta make final four picks. AA and championship picks. AA. Oh yeah. NCAA. The I was gonna say. I was going to save that for the end. I was going to save the Final Four stuff for the end. Yeah, but, so, okay. pretty much, I was saying, like, you're going to get a lot of exposure playing in college, in NCAA basketball. So, it wouldn't really be a bad look, especially if guys are doing one and done anyways. Right. Like, you're going to get caught up in one year, dog. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Like, you straight. So, Leangelo Ball, <laughs> after playing a few months of Lithuanian professional <laughs> basketball... Dropping forty some has declared that he's going to the NBA draft. That boy ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Predictions for his career. Go. That boy ain't going nowhere. He ain't going on no team. He going to the G League, bitch. That nigga bugging. Here's what I think's gonna happen. I don't think he's gonna get drafted. No, he's not. But I think he's going to get a look. I feel like the Lakers are gonna pick him up for G League. Ew. Not G League for summer league. My bad. He's gonna play the summer league. They're gonna give him a look. See, yeah, see what he looks like. Bar ball could feel like he runs the city. Right, exactly. Um, If the Lakers don't pick him up, some team somewhere is gonna give him a look and see where he where he goes from there. Like what he manages to do. Um, That's all for Leandro Ball. I really don't want to give him too much. Yeah. Um, Now I just wanted to laugh. That's the only reason I put it on. Here's the interesting thing, and I wanted to ask a couple of questions and see how you guys feel. Before I give my two cents. Wait, Leangelo is the the older brother, the second brother. Oh, it's not the Lamelo, the small oh. brother. Holy, um, he bugging, he bugging for real. So anyway, <laughs> so anyway, I thought it was Lamelo. I, was Lamello, about to I don't like, think Lamelo old enough to even do that. Um, so <laughs> anyway, uh, just too much incense. Too much right. incense, man. <laughs> Earthquake! LeBron got asked, who did he think was going to win? Well, not who did he think was going to win. If he had a vote 
for MVP, who would he vote as MVP? And he picked himself. Of course he did. Why? Of course he did. And he said just due to the situation that the team has been through and the fact that he's kept them afloat is enough of a reason for him to win MVP. I would vote myself MVP. Shut up. Thoughts and feelings, gentlemen of the jury. Yeah, he's wrong. Because he's not. I don't think he's MVP either. Continue. (laughs) I'm going to fuck with you, LeBron. Like, he's an amazing player. He's not MVP, though. Not this year. He's not. James Harden. Like, I... I yes, bro. It's like, James Harden. On, bro. I get it. Yes, bro. It's nobody but you're, James you're Harden. You're getting your team to where they need to be, but so is James Harden. And he's getting them to where they need to be better than you. It's without, James Harden. Without trades. It's James Harden and it's not close. Yeah, it's not even been close. been there. Yeah, like... You can, like... It's like... It's what it would have been if Carson went to stay healthy all last year. Yeah, yeah pretty much. It's trying to be a distraction, LeBron. It, like, it's... Yeah. It's starting to become a distraction. That's right. He's going to the Knicks next year, so it's all good. Like we're talking about <laughs> where you're going. Nobody's just talking about you. Nobody's paying attention to you, ball. This is true anymore. Yo, speaking of, sorry, it's not being a valuable so, player. Sorry, you to, don't hear shit about James Harden, but these buckets that he dropped. Bruh, sorry to backtrack <laughs> to to the WWE, but Elias, they were in Cleveland, and Elias was out there singing like and running down the crowd like he usually does. And he started going off about how sorry Cleveland is and how LeBron can't wait to leave again and stuff like that. Oh yeah. my gosh, the fans was going nuts, bro. That's that shit was hilarious. They need, they need that. They ugly. They need to get bro. Come on, LeBron. Stop. That's hilarious. You don't hear about nothing with James Harden but these buckets, buckets, and these buckets, wins, buckets, buckets and wins, but wins. Number one, what? Mm. Give me my trophy. Mm. <laughs> like I'm number one in the toughest conference in the league, Give me my and I'm trophy, owning everybody. Bro. Yeah, I was a six man of the year, and I said, "Bro, my mama was like, son, <laughs> you a you a star in the league, but you ain't six man." Have the have the Rockets ever won a championship? Yes, they've won two, ninety four and ninety five, oh, back well, to back. Well, they gonna win twenty eighteen as well. So yeah, they really could. So, um, yeah. LeBron, you selfish bastard. You were, bro. Like, that's mad crazy. Yeah, LeBron, LeBron. That's wild. a mad egotistical thing to LeBron's say. LeBron's wild. Yeah. So, at this point, question that I got to ask. Mm. Before I even continue, who do you think is the most influential player in the league? Steph Curry or LeBron James? The most influential, I'd say probably LeBron James. Okay. Yeah. Most influential out of the two, LeBron James or Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan. Influential as far as what? In general, everything. You just got Mike Jordan's just done so much, Michael like Jordan. beyond beyond the sport of basketball. I just want like, to disprove something. A lot of people have been saying LeBron because of his stand, um, as far as like social issues and stuff like that. I'll give I'll give LeBron that, but you know it's not fair. It's not fair to Jordan, um, and the reason being is because we forget that LeBron is a superstar in the social media age. He can talk about whatever he wants, whenever he wants, and you just got to go on his phone and put it out there, and it's a wrap. I mean, the man has his own video blog, for Christ's sakes. Jordan couldn't do that. If Jordan wanted wanted to talk about about issues, he'd have to do a press conference and stop the whole world to talk about his views. And people would sit there and be like, who does this man think he is? And you would only see it happening on the news. Right. Because there was no... So, so no Bleacher Report. Yeah. Jordan, changed, <laughs> Jordan changed So if you game. didn't happen to watch the news that night, you wouldn't have seen it. LeBron's anymore. are hot because of Jordan. Yeah. And I'll go as far as to saying LeBron Shoes wears just, yeah. number 23 because of Jordan. 23 is not a hot number anywhere. He 23 got you. hot because of Jordan. Jordan birthed you niggas. Period. 
There's another thing that I wanted to mention that we don't talk about when it comes to LeBron versus Kobe and LeBron versus Jordan and Jordan versus Kobe and all this other stuff. And I heard this on the internet. Shout out to Steven Jackson for this one. And I agreed 100%. And I just wanted to share it because I completely 125% agree with this. I'm going to just add 25% to this. Jordan has done something that neither one of these guys has done. In 1988, this man was both the MVP and Defensive Player of the Year. Oh, that's lit. Which literally makes him the best player of that year on both sides of the ball. And people love to say he was on these all-star teams or whatever. Pippen just got there. Now, will I say Pippen played a part? Absolutely. But when James was out here balling on defense, we're going to say Wade and Boston didn't play a part? Yeah, no. Yeah. We're going to say Kyrie and Love didn't play a part? Kyrie and Love might not play the best defense, but they're better than average. So Jordan has won Defensive Player of the Year, whereas LeBron and Kobe have not. And, LeBron, and Jordan actually, I believe, has more defensive All-NBA teams than either, than either one of them do. Jordan hustled, bro. Jordan used to sweat... He used to see that thing dripping off jet. Like, he used to be out there hustling for real. Mm-hmm. LeBron didn't know be sweating. It'd be, it be like, all right, bro, you sweating a little bit, bro. You ain't really putting in no work for real. And they love, and they love saying that Jordan couldn't get past Bird and um, Magic until they got old. This is true. But he didn't jump teams either. Yeah, he, stood, yeah, he stayed the course. And he did all that wearing short shorts. This is important. <laughs> it's back when they had them thigh highs, bitch. So let's talk about let's talk about his eighty nine and ninety year. Those two years that I always love to talk about because those numbers in those two years, I just want somebody to find those same numbers somewhere else for me after this era. Because mind you, in nineteen ninety, he did all of this. And did not win the MVP voting. He lost, got third place behind Charles Barkley and Magic Johnson. The nineteen who we was playing with. The nineteen ninety MVP race is one of the best MVP races of all time. I'll tell you those stats in a second. I just want to share this with you. So, I have to add this third year too. Between 88, 89, and 90. 88, he scored 35 points, five assists. Five rebounds, three steals, a game. That's 88. Well, 87, 88. 88, 89, 32 points, eight assists, eight rebounds, two steals. 89, 90, 33 points, six rebounds, six assists, 2.8 steals. So he went 3.2 steals, 2.9 steals, and 2.8 steals per game. So he's averaging around three steals every game, every single game, which means that if he had a game where he had no steals, that means the next game the man had like six steals, Mm -hmm. which is crazy, which is crazy. That's why when people talk about like, oh, competition and this, this, this and whatever, I'm always like, bro, like, do y'all understand like, what happened? Like, Magic averaged 22 points, 6 rebounds, 11 assists. 
Charles Barkley, 25 points, 11 rebounds, Damn. three assists. Those are the two guys ahead of him. Why? No, ninth place, ninth place in this MVP voting, John Stockton. 17 points, 14 and a half assists per game. And he's ninth place. That's crazy. Carl Malone had 31 points, 11 rebounds, 2 assists. Patrick Ewing, 26 points, 10 rebounds, 2 assists. David Robinson, 24 points, 12 rebounds, 2 assists. Akeem Olajuwon, 24 points, 14 rebounds, 2 assists, 2 steals, 4 blocks. In 7th place. And you want to talk about there was no competition in the 90s? Bruh, get out of here, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. We talking about most influential in the game or who was a better basketball player? Are you serious? And I was doing that at six, what? Six, six. Six, six. 216 hey. pounds. Oh, Y'all want to know what's crazy? A few hours ago, Nels called me and Dylan. Nels said, I'm ready to go. I'm going to snap. I got things what? to say. I got things to talk about. Sir, you have delivered this week. You, I'm here, bro. You have snapped this episode. Bro. I'm here, bro. Shit. I took a nap. Golly. <laughs> <laughs> I took a nap. Yeah, but that. I'm ranting today, bro. But I got y'all boys, man. Listen, listen. New year, new me. Rebrand. This guy. This guy. <laughs> All right, we ready to? to yeah, let's do these NCAA's, let's man. Do the, let's do these picks for the Final Four. Hey, we in May, nigga. All right. Almost. So, <laughs> so we got the Final Four. My new year starts around my birthday, big dog. Yeah. <laughs> we got the Final Four. So we got uh, who won last week? Loyola Chicago. No, I wanted to say like as far as the picks. Uh. For, oh, you and Dylan both went five and three. I went four and four. Yeah. Did we get the yeah. same ones wrong? Uh, Who? Dylan and I. Um. Yeah, y'all Damn. both got y'all both took Kentucky over Kansas State. He's trying to be like me. Oh, you got different ones wrong. No, you took Purdue. He took Texas Tech. Foolish boy. Okay. <laughs> um. Y'all both took Gonzaga over FSU. Okay. And then now you took Michigan over Texas A and M. Foolish boy. Wait, Michigan won? Yes. Damn. <laughs> yeah, I was trying. Alright, so they got blown out too. Yeah, they did. Yeah. So so final four we got Loyola Chicago versus Michigan. Mmm. Chicago, that boy's about to come in here and take off on Michigan, bro. I want Loyola to get it, bro. So Loyola, Chicago, man, let's do it, bro. Cinderella story it out. I ain't gonna lie to you, Michigan about to smack them, boy. <laughs> you want me to be real with you? I think I think so too. I, but I'm not. I yeah. want to say with Loyola. That's who I want my pick to be. You but want... I want my pick to be Loyola too, bro. I'm gonna go yeah. Michigan. Right. I'm gonna be a realist. Wait, so you're going with Michigan? He's going with Michigan. I'm going to go Michigan. Okay. I think Michigan about to come here and destroy. I'm going Michigan as well. Kansas versus Villanova. I picked Villanova to win this whole thing, so I'm sticking with Villanova. Yeah, Villanova got that. Villy. Villanova going to get in there because no matter if Villanova... I picked Villanova when it was still 64. The reason I'm going to pick Michigan is because no matter if Loyola were to beat Michigan... Them niggas ain't beating Kansas or Villanova. I don't care what day of the week. Nothing. So you so who are you choosing? Villanova. 
Okay. Um, so, question. Mm-hmm. Since I chose, like, Villanova from when it was way with... If, I, if Villanova wins this whole thing, do I get, like, bonus points? On your bracket thing? Yeah. For ESPN? Nah, for, like, our picks. No. Like, I, so I don't have a chance to win no, this shit, basically. No, no, no. Man, fuck y'all, then. What bonus points? You mad? What you thought this was? J- SAT? They want bonus points. I wanted bonus points, damn it. Wow. So, yeah, man. So, so who y'all got? Wait, so who y'all got winning the whole thing? Villa, Villanova. Villanova? Villanova? Yeah. Villanova winning the whole thing. So, I got Michigan taking it. Alright, bet. bet. So, you know, this was this was a good episode, man. Okay, so wait, so that's your finals pick? Yeah. V- v- Michigan winning everything? Yeah, that's who you got, Michigan. Michigan <clears throat> bet, because then I have a chance to win everything. So, you wild. So, this was a good episode, you know what I'm saying? Like, productive. Loved it, you know what I'm saying? To everybody who listened to us the whole time, we appreciate y'all. I could have been anywhere in the world, but you banged it with us, man. And, you know, we love y'all for that. So, if you guys want to, you know, hit us up, get any kind of communication with us, where can they email us at, bro? Ballssportspodcast at gmail.com. Okay, what about on the, on the tweet tweet? That's Twitter world. Balls underscore podcast. <laughs> and what about on Instagram? The ground. That'd be balls underscore sports underscore podcast. <laughs> Sorry, I just watched Russell Westbrook shoot a hell of an air ball. So, right now, is where the music comes in, right here. Birthday, it's your birthday. Yeah. You was almost right last week. You was almost right. You was so close. So, you know, again, man, you already know where to find us. Every week we here. Make sure you tell your friends about this show. Tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a friend and subscribe and leave five stars. You ain't got a choice. You ain't got a choice. Alright? So we, we we out, man. Y'all boys got anything left to say? Bye, hoes. Russell Westbrook like a toad. Alright, y'all boys. We all at y'all scouted. Well, boys and girls. Here. Shout out to shout out to Joe and D. We're gonna keep this shout out thing going. Here. You already know. Oh man now. We holla at y'all little scallywags later. Yeah. Wake up in the morning, put your makeup on You a queen, baby, go and take your throne See you stuntin', LOL, I guess you grown No, I'm selfish, I just want you for my own It's your birthday Yeah, you know that it's your birthday Turn up, turn up, it's your birthday Yeah, you know that it's your birthday I got 21 candles on the cake and it's off